the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. <clears throat> when he who was raised from the dead, even our Lord Jesus Christ, appeared miraculously to his disciples, he encountered those men whom he had chosen to teach most intimately the things of the kingdom of God. <clears throat> he had spent more time with them than anybody else before his crucifixion. And yet, that these same disciples had deserted him in his passion and suffering. They must have, uh, <clears throat> they must have been racked with guilt, excuse me, <clears throat> with guilt, shame, and fear. So the first words uttered by our Lord Jesus Christ when he appears before them is what? You sorry bums? You failed me? You deserted me? You ran out on me? No, we don't hear anything like that, do we? The Lord instead said, peace be with you. Sound familiar? You hear it a number of times in our services, right? That's Christ speaking to you through the priest. <laughs> He's speaking to the priest too, by the way. <clears throat> His love for these disciples was not predicated on them doing something for him. In his divine nature, he foreknew that they would desert him in the end. He came into this world to lay his life down for all of mankind and to lead each person that was willing to the healing mercies of God. He immediately demonstrated his love and his forgiveness to these future apostles. He shows them his hands and his side and the disciples rejoiced at the realization that their Savior was alive, not dead. Their joy over his resurrection proved that even though they had deserted him in fear when he gave himself up to be crucified, they loved him and longed to be with him. And so he breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. As the Father has sent me, I also send you, he said. And lest anybody be confused over the authority that he gave to these apostles, he tells them that whosoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. When Thomas was not present with the Lord, when, who was not present with the Lord, revealed himself to the other disciples, uh, returned to the other disciples and heard that the Lord was alive, he made his infamous statement, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and touch the wounds and see for myself, I will not believe. So our Lord again miraculously appeared to them. This time Thomas was present and our Lord <clears throat> said, reach here and touch me. Reach here and touch me. See for yourself. Be not unbelieving, but believing. So Thomas did and proclaimed, My Lord and my God. Thomas, <clears throat> our Lord said to Thomas, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who do not see and yet have believed. And so to the ministry of the Lord on this earth was, after, after his ascension to the right hand of the Father, was, was to, this, this ministry was to continue through the apostles in the church 
And we see many signs and wonders being done among the people by these men who had deserted the Lord. Physical and spiritual sicknesses were healed. Many more unbelievers became believers. <clears throat> and when the apostles left this life, the Lord's ministry continued through the faithful remnant uh, <clears throat> in each generation. And many souls were added to the kingdom of God through the apostolic memory, mem uh, ministry of the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And now here we today, brothers and sisters in Christ, here we today stand on this very, at this very moment to hear the words of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, be not unbelieving, but believing. To hear these words is life itself. We have been called to believe without seeing in the resurrection of Christ and to unite ourselves to him through the Holy Spirit. But this belief to which we have been called is not self-serving. We together have the divine calling of taking the love of God to anyone and everyone, calling all to salvation. This is our ultimate purpose in life. We too have betrayed the Lord in our unbelief and our sin. We have loved the wrong things too much and hated the right things not enough. Our faith is at times so weak that we aren't sure that we have any at all. In spite of our corrupted and misguided pursuits, our Lord never leaves us and never ceases to love us. We have all been touched by him. Thomas touched the Lord in his unbelief and was given eyes to see and ears to hear. And he became believing. The Lord touches us in each and every sacramental act in the church to which we give ourselves. May we draw near to the triune God and offer ourselves to him as living sacrifices. When the bishop or priest says, peace be to you, Remind yourself that God is speaking to you as an individual through the bishop or the priest. We too have betrayed, have betrayed and deserted the Lord in our sins. And yet because of his indescribable love for each of us, he says through the bishop or the priest, peace be to you. Will our response be that of humility, repentance and thanksgiving? You've been given the Holy Spirit as well. Or will we presumptuously carry on with our sinful addictions that take us away from the throne of grace, further and further away? So today, beloved of God, let us rejoice in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us bathe in the radiance of his glory and worship and serve him from the depths of our hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.